2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
3: We got a great show for you today. Number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. As the New York Giants get ready for their destiny, their date with destiny, with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the New York Jets are currently interviewing uh, former Denver Bronco loser Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, by the way, even though he uh, stunk in Denver, is not a bad guy to consider for offensive coordinator. Uh, meanwhile, the Giants have to deal with the reality that Jalen Hurts is no longer. On the injury report, dun-dun-dun-dun, gamesmanship, let the games begin. Good afternoon, Evan, how are you today? That doesn't mean he's fully healthy, I agree 100%. This is called mental gymnastics. Some guys play chess, me. Some guys play checkers, Tommy. And that's what it is. That's right. That's all it is. Now, look, you knew he was playing. Of course. He was going to play. Of course. They're going to try to run the offense successfully, Uh, which they did not do. On uh, week 18, which they did not do against New Orleans Saints, which they did do against Dallas, so Ken with Gardner Minshew. But here's the reality. Go beat his ass up. Damn right. Be as physical as possible without getting a rough for the passer penalty when he wow. runs the ball. Listen, man. Attack him. Carry his shoulder into the ground. You can't control that because, as we saw last week at the end of the Viking game, you may get called for a roughing the passer penalty. That ain't a roughing the passer penalty. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to be physical. You got to hit him. You got to get a pass rush. But you know what else you need to do? Because I think the Giants were given a little bit of a break with this in the Minnesota game. The Vikings got away from running the football. They got away from Dalvin Cook. He was not a huge part of this offense. The Philadelphia Eagles can run the ball down your throat. And while two weeks ago the giant defense, the backups, did a pretty good job containing the run like Miles Sanders didn't kill you, we know what Miles Sanders did about six weeks prior. So one of the bugaboos of this giant defense is stopping the run. Can they slow down Miles Sanders? And whether Wink Martindale wants to admit it or not, giant killer Boston Scott, who's been a problem not just this year but certainly in the past. Yeah, listen, uh, I'm all pumped up, man. It's uh, Philadelphia, New York. Cannot wait for it. Uh, Most of our show today is going to be on the New York Giants and all those things. But I do want to spend a moment on uh, the New York Jets interviewing Nathaniel Hackett. You have to put aside for a moment the uh, disaster that the Denver Broncos were. He, of course, did not represent himself all that well. He was not great as a sideline coach and game day management and clock management and all that crap. But when you talk about a need for an offensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. what bothered you and I yesterday was the report that there was an interest in the New England Patriots tight end coach. I don't even know the guy's name. It's a non-starter for me as a fan. Nathaniel Hackett... Has the resume, whether they hire him or not, of a type of guy that the Jets should bring in here. With the Jaguars as offensive coordinator, he oversaw the best rushing attack in football and got to an AFC championship With game. With Blake Portals. Yes. Now, flip the script. He uh, got fired by Doug Marone the next year. He goes to Green Bay. He's got Aaron Rodgers. He's got the best offense in football. So the point of me bringing that up is he was able to uh, craft an offense based on the talent he had. Blake Bortles Mm -hmm. had a really good running attack. He crafted an offense that fit the personnel. And even before that with Kyle Orton had, I think, one of the best years of his career in Buffalo. So he's an established, knows what he's doing offensive coordinator, but there's going to be two criticisms of him that are completely unfair, and you laid out one of them. That he stunk as a head coach. Well, a lot of guys have stunk at head coaches who are brilliant coordinators. I'll give you North Turner just as an opening salvo. Just to be a jerk, I'll give you Todd Bowles. Fair enough. Wonderful defensive coordinator. The other, other criticism of Nathaniel Hackett that is not fair, and trust me, I want to do it because I wasn't born yesterday. I hated Nathaniel Hackett's dad. I thought Paul, Paul Hackett. Hackett sucked when he was the offensive coordinator in the early 2000s. But here's the beautiful thing. I know your sons. I've gotten to know them. Yeah. Sonny, Lucky, Anthony. They're nothing like you. Correct. So I mean, just because you are the sport of somebody yeah. doesn't mean you're him. No, it's, a, you're it's unfair. You're someone else. It's unfair. Totally unfair. So Paul Hackett, yes, if I'm talking about offensive coordinators I've cursed out in my lifetime, Craig, he's a part of the list. I didn't love Paul Hackett, okay. but it has nothing to do with his son. So, yes, right now, you and I are in lockstep. A little ring around the rosy. You can hire Nathaniel Hackett, and I'd be good with it. Yeah, I got no problem with it. Now, I'd like you to interview other potential candidates because you want to make sure that you haven't missed somebody who might be a great uh, a great potential hire. But if you are looking for a guy with the resume that the Jets should absolutely consider, it's this guy. He's a football lifer. He grew up in it. He uh he's really Doug Marone's guy from Syracuse on and kind of foul Doug, you know, to Buffalo to Jacksonville and all that stuff. Uh, but he has shown the ability to craft an offense based on what he's got and what he doesn't have. Also, again, now again, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming here, but if part of the plan was, you know, make a legitimate pitch after June first, because he cannot be traded before June first. Because if he is, the Green Bay Packers have a $40 million dead cap number. Right. So anybody that thinks that Aaron Rodgers is going to sign with a new team, now you may hear who he's going to, but he's not going to do a deal before June 1st because the Packers can't. No, you're he right. also might go back to Green Bay you're and right. get the $50 million bucks. That being said, if you went to Aaron Rodgers and said, you had some of your best years with Nathaniel Hackett as offensive coordinator, you never know. Well, that's the... That's you never know. The, but you just hit on it. You never know. Right. Aaron Rodgers may say, oh, that hack is there. Yeah. I'm out. He also might say that. Or he. And I didn't mean to pun on that. Or he may say, I love Nathaniel, but you hit on something that's going to be very, very frustrating. You're right. Aaron Rodgers' future is probably not going to be decided for a while, and if he's on a different team, he would be post June 1st. There's a lot of salary cap yeah. reasons for that. There's another guy who could be a Jet target named Ryan Tannehill. Not saying Ryan Tannehill's Aaron Rodgers, yeah. but he is a and veteran quarterback. I don't quarterback. think the Jet fan base would be like. Great. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to be realistic. And what we got? But he I'm too would be a post June first guy, and that's going to suck. Because the one thing I'm going to want to know, like relatively soon, is who the hell the quarterback is. No one wants to deal with going into June wondering well, who's I'm it going to be. A because it's post draft. Yeah. B because we need, have this need to know now, 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 now. Yes. And if it now, obviously deals get done, conversations get had. But uh, those guys can't do deals and they can't be traded until after June right. But and Which is why when I watch all these shows going about Aaron Rodgers is going here and he's going, no, he's not. Now, he may represent to Green Bay well before June 1st but, that he does want out. And I respect that that might happen, but he ain't getting a deal done until after. No, but the one thing I know won't happen with Aaron Rodgers, you can guarantee him T this, you can lock it up, is this guy's not retiring. He's owed way too much money to just leave. As crazy as Aaron Rodgers may appear to be, he ain't that crazy. He's not walking away from millions of pot. He's got like a guaranteed $58 million roster bonus that Green Bay needs to give him before week one or another team has to give him if he's traded. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to look at that plus and say, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to go pretend like I'm the host of Jeopardy. No, so he's playing football next year. The question is, oh, does no he account. go back to Green Bay, or is he going to force his way out? The apple of my eye is Lamar Jackson, and I understand all the concerns that are attached with him. And by the way, Giant fans, if you're listening, feel bad for us. The fact that this is a discussion sucks. The giant discussion is going to the NFC Championship game. How do we beat the Eagles to right. get there? Yep. The jet discussion is the same freaking discussion we've had for a decade, which a is decade. game planning next season. And that stinks in January. Yeah, I was reminiscing earlier today. I had some time to kill, and I was watching old YouTube videos of Fat Rex Ryan when he was fat, with all due respect, and he was lost a lot of weight, and he looks fantastic now, you know, running off the field. Uh, you know, having uh, gotten to another AFC championship game. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, And it was phenomenal, just phenomenal. But, yeah, look, Giants are getting ready to try to figure out how to beat the Eagles. I think it is a winnable game. I think it's going to be a very good game, a close game, a competitive game. I do not think the Giants get blown out of this game at all. And on the Jets' side, I like the fact that they didn't just immediately say yes to a guy because he has an affiliation with Bill Belichick. And they are now talking to guys who have legitimate resumes as successful offensive coordinators. Now, to be fair, Hackett's had more success with running offenses than he has with passing offenses, but he's shown the ability to do both. Well, when you have Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, and Brees Hall and Michael Carter in your run game, you should run for 225 a game (laughs) and lead the NFL in rushing. I agree with you. Yeah, so I'm all good. I mean, if you told me Nathaniel Hackett's the guy— I immediately dismissed what I saw this year. And I liked Nathaniel Hackett this year. He had a bad shake. He had a quarterback that played like crap. And, yeah, he had his own warts as well And how he uh, used timeouts, how he made uh, some fourth uh, quarter decisions. But I don't care. I, I don't understand. I don't care. I don't understand why we do this. Like, your success as a head coach is irrelevant when it comes to Be what only kind of coordinator you are. Because it's the lowest are. hanging fruit. That's why. You know it why. It doesn't mean anything. But well, you know why we do it. I know, but it's stupid. Like, when's the last time you saw Nathaniel Hackett? Uh, yo! know, uh, engineering a yeah. four-win season for the Broncos. Do you think Josh McDaniels was a good offensive coordinator? I think of he's a very good offensive coordinator. Now, so far, he looks like a terrible head coach. That's right. And there's a laundry list of these great coordinators littered throughout NFL history that, for whatever reason, and I think it's different for each guy, just couldn't make that jump and be a head coach. And as of right now, as of this moment, the Jets aren't looking for a head coach. A year from now... Maybe a different story. Oh well, listen. If they uh, don't, don't get me started. I don't want to go down that road, Evan. I'm hoping Robert Sala is the guy and proves it with a playoff appearance next year. But right now, we got interviews for uh, OCs, and we've got the New York Giants keeping hope alive, getting ready to play the Eagles. The big news out of Philly again is that uh, Jalen Hurts is not on the injury report for the first time in a month. He had a full practice yesterday. Obviously, throughout the afternoon, a lot of the coaches and some of the players will uh, speak to the media as things come down from Philly. And, of course, the Giants, the guys will uh, run it and we'll let you hear it because it's important now because, you know, all the eggs are in that basket right now. Forget about the Knicks. Forget about the winless Nets without Kevin Durant. Forget about hockey. Forget about the Jets. I'm not going to argue about Uh, that. You should I know, I know. (laughs) You should. It is about the New York Giants carrying the water. For the city of New York. Just remember this. Jalen Hurts not being the MVP caliber player in a lot of ways is the equalizer. Jalen Hurts has played one game in the last month. Correct. That game was against the Giants, and I think we'd all admit he was, eh, I I, I mean, how would you describe that performance? I thought the second half was actually disappointing if you're an Eagle fan. Yeah, no, I get it. Look, the dude rushed for 13 yards. That's right. Like, he wasn't the same guy. Now, you got to figure they open the offense up more now. 100%. But the reality is that he has not played a great game of football and has only played one game of football in a month. One game in a month. That's it. So, injury report or no injury report, that's the fear I think the Eagle fan probably has. Going into Saturday night, which is, am I getting the guy who put up monster numbers against Green Bay? Am I getting the guy that was the MVP caliber player 12 weeks into the season? Who am I getting? Because we all know how brilliant Jalen Hurts was this season. Am I getting that? Or am I getting a guy... That's not the same because A he hasn't played in a month, and B is not completely healthy. And like I mentioned yesterday, there's one quarterback remaining in the NFL playoffs who's never tasted the sweet nectar oh, of winning a postseason game. Jaylen Trevor hurts. Lawrence has done it. Daniel Jones has done it. Dak's done it multiple times. Jalen Hurts, and a lot of it wasn't his fault. They got their ass kicked last year. They were down twenty-one nothing before he could like, you know, basically sneeze. But Jalen Hurts is still looking for that first. Yeah, he sure is. Uh, by the way, bad job by Big Mac today. Uh, as far as I can tell through the window, not repping giant colors today. What's up with that? Wow. I mean, here you have a playoff game, a uh, chance we- to go to the NFC Championship. Yeah. I don't know maybe you're only down to the one sweatshirt. You don't wear it every day, I guess. But how do you show up for work at a sports talk station in New York uh. as a diehard fan? <laughs> if this were the Yankees, you'd be rocking your Yankee gear. What's on up? an off
1: day, I don't necessarily agree with that. You're yeah, damn second right, of all, you would. Well, I have a lot more Yankee stuff. I mean, the, the Giants, Giants didn't stuff. play
3: yesterday. First you of all, Giants what's, the,
1: what's the name of the team? New York Giants. What's the nickname of the team? Big Blue. If you were to look at me and look to make fun of me, what would you call me right now?
3: I honestly, I, I can't say to be honest. A, a gray, is that gray? Wearing big gray? Big blue. A gray is that blue? Or is that gray? This is blue. Where's your blue? This is, where is their blue? You're wearing gray. Thing? This is all blue. It's hard for me to see If you tell me that's blue, sure. Why not? It's blue. He but looks like not- a grizzly bear. What are you, what are you talking about? It's yeah. not obviously blue. What's wrong with bear? It's group? not obvious. That's all I'm saying. It's not obvious. It's obviously blue. It's not obvious. <laughs> it's obviously blue. By the way, you guys also challenged me yesterday to uh, put pen to paper and uh, uh, throw down a couple bars because uh, you know almost like a response. Yeah. To uh, the great Keith McPherson who yes. uh, does nights here on the fans did a very nice job. Into year number two already? You believe that into year two? Crazy man. So I did it. You did? Yes, I did. I'm excited because I know you're gonna hold. You're gonna bust my balls if I didn't. So I did put pen to paper, and I will astound you. With uh, a couple bars, are you confident? Oh, my confidence! You think I'm gonna actually say, "Wow, Craig, that was awesome." I think if I pull it off, you're gonna be like, "That's awesome." You might be the rest, best rapper in the building. Well, apparently, apparently, I was listening to my man Sal Licata during the overnight, and he claimed he's a great rapper too. Let's not get crazy. Now. I heard him no, say. Let's it. Listen, listen, let's not. Doctor Seuss rhymes don't count <laughs> when you tell when you're putting your kids to bed. And I love Sal, but that don't count. That doesn't count. I heard him say it. He yeah, said, I'm he, a he good rapper. He may said it, but he, he, until you actually get on a microphone and spit some bars, oh, wow. you are not a you rapper. Hear that? Sally's challenging you. Well, first he let said, me not embarrass put, myself. He said, <laughs> after I don't embarrass yeah. myself, I want you spitting bars tonight yeah. at 3 a.m. Now, you can write him down because those are the parameters that Keith set for us. Yes. He wrote his down. So I wrote mine down. Yes. So if Sal wants to write his down, I think it'd be a nice little I challenge. he's got to do it. I want to hear it. By the way, what kind of beat you guys going to give me on this? A boom, 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 boom.
1: I have a bunch of options. We can go over some. Uh, yeah, we can go over One some of... options. It's like they have a whole oh, bunch of old, of old <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> it's kind of groovy. Let's
3: see if I can into this. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, so well, you can't then. give me with a rap with, with lyrics. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> just going through it. No, I don't like that one. The first one so far is the best. Okay. Maybe we're a little slower, maybe. I'll deal this a teeny bit. I think that last one was better for me. Okay. I think I can uh, we'll drop it so. on that last one. Okay. All right, but later in the show, Evan, you can decide when we do it. I can probably do that. I could probably do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: one's called liquid syrup.
3: Liquid syrup, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a name for liquid, your rap, by the way? Uh the name of my rap? Um you could call the name of my rap No Cap, it's the truth. No cap, it's the truth. That's the name of the rap. Okay. No cap, it's the truth. Cat means lie. Cap. So I know what that means. Yes, not cat. No cap. I cap know what cap. Means. It means uh No Lion. Right. No cap, it's the truth. Okay. That's the name of the rap. All right, we'll do it later anyway. Oh, that will be fun. I'm excited. I'm either going to embarrass myself or you're going to be like, wow, dude should be on stage of the I, garden I performing sold-out shows. I think I speak for majority of the audience when I say there's about an 86% chance you're going to embarrass him. I'm not going to... Listen, I have to be good at it. Do you? Yeah, I have to be good at I it. Mean, I should have brought be- my drum kit in for it, too. <laughs> I could have done it to my own drumming. Oh, yeah. Why not? All
0: right. Selling a little... <laughs> Or a lot.
1: If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo If you've persevered through. <laughs> you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
0: Two more. Reps, two more.
1: You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: It's Carton and Roberts on The Fan, WFAN, WFAN WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com.
3: We've got the best pretzels in all of Long Island. Okay. My friends over there at not of this world Pretzels on uh, Hempstead Turnpike. Friday, we're bringing in the Philadelphia soft So that's when we defile it. I'm defiling pretzels both days. Okay. Uh, But it's a different kind of defiling. Well, you've got New York pretzels first, Philly pretzels second. It's like a happy, sweet, passionate love defile on Thursday and an anger I hate you defile on Friday. Exactly, exactly. One's loving, one's not loving. That, truth be told, I love them both. (laughs) In different (laughs) ways. I love them both. And uh, have you guys planned your FSU Friday event yet? Uh, with a Philadelphia theme. Yes, I've decided. It's a Foo Friday. I have decided spectacular. to literally physically assault our boss, Spike Eskins since he's oh, from Philly. Yes. So I'm just going to beat him up. That's the plan. I'm just going to beat him up. I'm going to kick him in the groin. I'm going to Stone Cold stun but him. you got a videotape that. No, it'll be videotaped, yeah. yeah. Yeah? He's okay with that? I mean, I haven't told he him yet, but I'm sure he'll be okay What do you with do, it. Big Mac? Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I have no idea.
3: I mean, you're the only giant fan here.
1: Yeah, I'm also the only successful well, I'm a giant. Uh, FSU Friday person. So no, I want a couple weeks, out. if
3: I recall. I doubt it. I, I want a couple weeks. I mean, you I want threw things weeks. out my window and yeah. filmed it. I, I had to double-bun something. No. I burned Larry Bird. Like, I literally set him on fire. Fire that, that doesn't count. No. Ah, little, it
1: yeah. counts, but it wasn't yeah. good. I mean, come
3: on! I mean, it I counted. Just, uh, I was points. the only
1: one who lived up to the spirit of what it was about, and beat burning with Larry
3: Bird doesn't count for no. the spirit. Nope. should count, but didn't. I, if I remember correctly, uh you didn't fully burn him at first. <laughs> he had trouble. He burning. had some trouble lighting <laughs> on fire, as I recall. Uh, <laughs> I we gotta we get know. something.
1: I don't know. All right, well, you'll do it. I thought going the sweatshirt. What happened? The sweatshirt.
3: Yeah, if someone gives me $60, you can burn the sweatshirt. But that sweatshirt doesn't leave my well, office you, until someone gives me $60. What for are you it. doing? For it's a secret.
1: Oh, okay.
3: It's a secret because guess who showed up at my house today? A chicken? Devontae. Wait, the chicken? He's back. He came back? Devontae came back. You let him go. The rooster was put uh, off the backyard into uh, an area where he should have been eaten by fox and coyotes. Right. And I just got video. He found his way back. Yes. So there's a, we might be right now in the middle of a a gruesome killing. (laughs) Uh, I have not seen that video just yet, (laughs) but I have seen video. Devante the rooster has found his way back, uh, but he is not allowed entry into that coop. Wow. So I don't know what's happening right now. Devontae came home. Devontae came home. If Devontae is still in the backyard uh, tomorrow night, Devontae will be victimized. At the hands of a Foo FSU Friday. Oh, that's a, I'm just putting it out there. I don't know if we could beat that. I mean, you right. destroying in a live rooster. That's right. Named Devontae. If I come in that's... with chicken tenders on Friday, you'll know exactly what happened to Devontae. Did you see, and I still don't understand this, so maybe you can explain to me, Eric Adams, our fine mayor, yeah. and the bet offer he made to Philadelphia. It's an embarrassment. You saw this? Uh, yes. Yeah. So basically, those of you that have not seen this before, normally when you get to like this level of playoffs and beyond, the mayors for the respective cities have a friendly wager. Right. And it's normally something that's indicative of the town, like the Philadelphia mayor, and I apologize, I don't know his name, would uh, give you a cheesesteak. Right. Uh, Soft pretzels. So, like, if the Giants won, he would send the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, all these cheesesteaks to eat and enjoy. Yep. So, normally what's happened in New York historically Ah, uh, when the governors make the the wager, it's usually New York apples. That's yeah. been a big one. Right. All right. When it's been the mayor, it's usually okay. I don't know. I'll send you bagels from H and H Bagels. Bagels or pizza to me? Jump out. Right. Right. Pizza. Right. Uh, hook you up at uh John's. I'll give you a nice Italian sub from Faikos Whatever. Right? right. Our mayor is, as I understand it, yeah. He made a wager with the Philadelphia mayor. I've not seen Philly's offer, but I imagine it's you know soft pretzels that kind of thing, right? Uh, cheese steaks, whatever. Our mayor, Mayor Adams, offered up, and this is a direct quote as I saw it vegan cheesecake. Yeah, vegan cheesecake. Now, I don't know a lot. I'm not a big cheesecake guy. What? But vegan? You can't make a vegan cheesecake taste Is he good. making the bet with our boss, Spike Eskin, who is vegan? Like, I don't way, understand this. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. You have all these wonderful neighborhoods. And different types of food, whether it be Dominican, Puerto Rican, uh, Jewish, Italian, uh, and on and on and on. We are the melting pot with amazing different delicacies here. From pastrami to bagels to, you know, cheesecake, real cheesecake like Junior's, to l and Pomoni Garden Pizza, to all the stuff we know. And you offered up some type of woke, for Vegetarian cheesecake? Vegan cheesecake? No joke. I, re- I would actually impeach him over it. <laughs> I, and I like Mayor Adams. I would impeach him <laughs> over this because it's not a true representation of the people you represent. Craig, he's making us all look bad. It's an embarrassment. Vegan cheesecake. You know, I'm going to text Jimmy Otto yeah. right now. What does he think about this? I'm going to tell him right now. It's an embarrassment. Vegan cheesecake. Yeah, good point. Like, I know the mayor's new to this whole thing about making friendly wagers with the mayor of another city. I like the camaraderie when they do that. No, no, I have no issue with it. Vegan cheesecake. Yeah. I, I- read that this morning. I almost threw up. Embarrassing. It's like, all you got to do, why not just go to Junior's, get a nice, I don't know, Oreo cookie cheesecake that's redonk, <laughs> yes. and there you go. Simple pimple. Nothing. That's it. Vegan, Vegan. Vegan. cheesecake. But it's embarrassing. Come on, Mr. Mayor. You're better than that, Mayor Adams. Be better than that. That's something that <laughs> Phil Murphy would do in New Jersey. Yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> it also leads to that question. Why is the mayor of New York City making a bet or a wager well, when know, they play on. in it's New, New York? York. I not down that I'm just saying. I'm sure Phil Murphy's trying to get on the action now with the governor of Pennsylvania. You know. You know, the only reason I bring it up is when the Giants and Jets first moved, it was contentious. Like it wasn't. Oh, they're still New York's team. Yeah. yeah. Like there was bitterness. I mean, yeah, I, when listen. the Jets left, Mayor Cut said, "We'll go get another team." I ha- I have to respect if you're a lifelong New Jerseyan and you uh, you know, you lost the Nets, obviously, uh, you want to be treated with some respect, right? Like, hey, they play in my state, right, right, right. Uh, and I respect if you're like if, if you're Chris Christie. And you don't want to refer to them as the New York Giants or Jets. if he does. Mm-hmm. But if you uh, you know, were pissed about that, I respect that. No, I understand it. 100%. They, you know, I can make, I understand why they're not. But if I was a lifelong New Jersey resident, it would bother me. I just don't know when it changed. Because there was a time in which the city was pissed off that the Giants and Jets left. And obviously, that's not the case anymore. Giants win a Super Bowl. We have a parade in New York City. Yeah. I went to two of them. I know it full well. Yeah. The best is when George Stein wrote a threat and moved the Yankees to New Jersey. I know. And they were all like... You're You're not doing that. Like, (laughs) yo, we'll play cards with you, but you can't bluff us on on that one. That's never going to happen. Here's uh, Matt in Middletown, New Jersey. Matty, what's going on, Cookie? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Doing great. Excellent.
2: Also, Craigie, I'm from Middletown, New York, man. Don't put me in Jersey. Oh, oh, I, I apologize.
3: It said on my screen, New Jersey, so I went with it. You have my sincerest apologies. Wow, way to throw Lugie under the bus. Good job, Craig. I'll throw him under the bus. I'm, no, no, I'm no, no Lugie's facts. my guy. I didn't
2: say anybody, but... No, uh, no, be, no, no,
3: you didn't. Craig did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: just making that clear. Yeah.
3: Where, well, By <laughs> the way, a uh, silly question. Where is Middletown, New York?
2: So you know where Big Mac lives in uh, Warwick? Yes, yeah, Orange yeah. County, yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, 20 minutes north
3: of that. Oh, so you're over by uh, Legoland. That's Monroe. But Unfortunately,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah close
3: yeah. enough. Legoland's a beautiful uh, new park. I like it. Yeah, I mean, close I mean it's not as good as Sesame Place, but it's not bad. I mean, I've never been there, but it's got to be better than Sesame uh, Place. It's not. I, I'm
2: willing to bet you I've never been there either. So. All right, what do you got? All right, so I'm a diehard Met fan, Giant fan, and Knicks fan. But across all sports, the Philadelphia Eagles are the team I hate the absolute most. Why? And oh, well, because of why? what. Yeah, it's because of what we were talking about before on the show with them just completely kicking our ass for, like, the early 2000s and for the last 20 years. And yeah. I'm 31, so it's been, like, a lifelong thing. And there's one moment that sticks out in my mind.
3: Is it? Well, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it, it's it, it's got to be Deshaun Jackson, right? That's right. That's right. So <laughs> <Okay. Yeah>.
2: what? <laughs> so, Evan, what made that worse was at the time I was seeing this girl And her family was from uh, Jersey. And her family, they're all uh, Eagle fans. So we went on a Sunday, and it just happened to be that game. And so I'm the only giant in there. And I knew it was going to be contentious. But when we got out through an early lead, I'm having the time of my life. I'm relaxing. I'm not worrying. All of a sudden, you know, one score, two score. And then when the the punt return happened, you know, everybody's celebrating. And mind you, it's, it's her family, right? So I can't look like a psycho. So, what I do is I just excuse myself, right? Very nonchalant. I go upstairs. I go to the bathroom, close the door. I run that water and I literally bury my face in a towel and I just yell. I just absolutely I
3: feel you. Let Are you it still uh, dating the girl or no? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I mean, that's the moral of the story there. When you look, take hockey out for a second, because I know the deep-seated hatred, Ranger fans, Islander fans, half of the Flyers. So just move hockey to the side for a second. The Philadelphia Phillies-Mets rivalry is not really a – it's not a thing. It picked up this year because both teams were good. Yeah, but even during the regular season, Mets beat them 14 out of 19 times. Other than 07 and 08, where the Phillies stuck it to us, they're never in a pennant race at the same time. Right. So the Met-Philly thing is sort of Fugazi, Right. Nixon Sixers, I don't mean to be a jerk, but is there a rivalry there? They've kicked your ass mostly for the last five years. It's been a long time. And the last time the Nixon Sixers played in the postseason, which is not that difficult to do, it's the NBA playoffs, was 30-plus years ago. It's not a thing. And even the Net sixer thing isn't a real thing. And I also know my place in this city. Right? Sure. So it's the Eagles. Like... Yes, the Flyers, I put them up there, Yeah, but it's the Eagles. It's not really the Phillies, and it's not really the Sixers because of the damage and pain they've inflicted on you. Our last caller's in his mid-30s. He doesn't have a good memory against the Eagles. He can't come up with one because it it doesn't exist. You give out the numbers, what is it, in the last 23 uh, years or 23 games, rather, what are they? It's awful, but I I know Eli was like 10-23, and and obviously the Giants haven't beaten them a lot, like, it's not good. They haven't won at the Lynx since 2013. It's just, it's bad. So, by the way, we heard the same thing about Minnesota, 11-0 and 0 in one score games. Oh, yeah, look, all streaks right. are meant to all end. All streaks that. come to an end at some point. So, what was that last one you just gave, the last little toward you gave? I don't know. What did I say? So what, oh, they haven't won at the links since 2013. Haven't won in Philadelphia in nine years. Yeah. No, I think it makes it juicier. Wouldn't it be nice for that streak to come to an end? And here's what's interesting. You have a team, to be fair, that has dominated the New York Giants, as Evan just pointed out, over the last decade. And before that, they dominated the Eli Manning New York Giants as well, right? Mm-hmm. And yet the New York Giants are not the biggest underdog this weekend. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't even know what the spread is. What are they getting? Well, right now, the Giants are getting seven and a half. Oh, uh, but the so biggest, they're, they're, It really hasn't So moved. they're second, then, right? The second. They're second. The Chief-Jaguar game. The Jaguars are the biggest underdog well, of the, the week. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to blow them. What, the what I find surprising is the team who's the, how do I phrase it, uh, closest in the spread? Is that how you phrase it? Uh, Not San the Fran, biggest underdog? Dallas is, what, five, six? Yeah, they have the smallest number, essentially. No, which is, no. The, the bills Bengals has to be smaller than that. No. Bills are favored by five. No. The smallest spread is Bills San Francisco. by five? Yep, yeah. five and a half. The smallest spread I've seen is four, Dallas, San Francisco. And mm. that's surprising because outside of Jaguars, Chiefs, where I do think everyone's picking the Chiefs, I get the sense everybody thinks the Niners are going to kill them, right? And that no, has the small- I do not kill them. No. no? No. But I think there's also some adjustment there for the fact that Cowboy fans represent a lot of people. Oh, in this so country. there's a lot of money going towards so Dallas. there's a okay. lot. I bet you, if I had to guess, 80 20 money on Dallas. All right, let me ask you a Not question. Not based I, on merit, based on fandom. Forget about point spreads. I'm talking head to head right now going into this weekend. Yeah. What would be the biggest upset of Division I? Giant Kansas City. Totally agree. Okay, put that away. We all agree. Yes. What's the second biggest upset? Giants, Eagles. I disagree. Number one seed against a, a team that's a been div- ripped all year for having no talent. Divisional opponent. Who's got and the, the weakest Niners... roster in the NFC? No, I get that, but the Niners also look like the most complete team in football yeah, right I, now. I, I get, I'm with you on that, but I think they should be third to answer your question. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it's, like, it's a debatable it, thing. Of course, no, it's yeah. a debatable thing. I guess I'm just giving you my natural reaction to it yeah. is that there's, I had a sense, and maybe I'm wrong, that everybody goes into this weekend thinking the Niners are going to crush Well, don't forget also, I mean, you do have to, as much as this kid has been great, they still have, uh, you know, Brock Purdy as quarterback. I, I know I get that, but look around NFL right now in the NFC. A lot yeah. of these quarterbacks don't have advanced postseason experience. No, no, you're right. Dax right. won two playoff he games. Has six Pur- games now where he's played great. Purdy's won one playoff game. Daniel Jones has one playoff game. There's only one quarterback who hasn't won a playoff game. Jalen Hurts, that's all. Hey, just out of curiosity, Evan, it's interesting you bring that up to me. Of the eight teams that are left, could we take a very just quick look at the coaches that are coaching? Of course. I'll just go through it really fast. Um, Has Brian Dable won a playoff game? He has. Has uh, Shanahan won a playoff game? He has. Has Mike McCarthy won a playoff game? Oh, he's won many in his illustrious career, but he has a Super Bowl, does he not? He does. Oh, he does, does he? Yeah, he does. does. Um, Has Sean McDermott won a playoff game? He has. Has, uh, what's his name? Zach in, uh, Taylor. Zach Taylor. He he's actually gone to a Super Bowl. Crap. Oh, he has, has he? Yeah. Uh, let me think who I'm missing here. Boop, boop, Andy boop, Reid. Boop. Has Andy Reid won a playoff game? I think Eagle fans know about that. Has, has Doug Peterson won a playoff game? Uh, again, I think Eagle fans know about okay. that. Okay, has Nick Sirianni won a playoff game? That would be negative. Well, I'm sorry? That would be negative. No, he's had to. Zero. So you're saying the only team that's left whose quarterback has never won a playoff game, whose head coach has never won a playoff game, happens to be the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, that's that's a 100, correct, yes. Wow. Yes. That is a fascinating little fact Sort of is, isn't it? Every other team's got at least one playoff win yeah. for their coach and quarterback, and some of them have Super Bowl appearances. Dude, five of them have Super Bowl appearances. Think about and if that. And if you count the fact that, if I'm not mistaken... Brian Dable's got five rings as an assistant. That's true, he does. Huh. Interesting. So you're saying that from a coaching perspective and from know a how many quarterback Sirianni perspective, has maybe he's got one I don't know about. It's certainly a, possible. As a head coach, at least, he's never won a playoff game. in yeah. general. So from a coaching <laughs> and quarterback perspective, <laughs> the Eagles are sort of lacking in terms of winning experience. Wow, they're an outlier. Everybody else has something they don't have: a coach and a quarterback. With a playoff win. Yes, uh, well, my gonna, friend?
1: I don't know. I just noticed this. It's not as interesting. But they're all offensive coaches, too. Okay, Every just, coach left in you know, the playoffs is know. offense. Was, yeah. Just saying.
3: <laughs> first of all, that's also not true. Who's not, who's defensive? Sean McDermott is a defensive coach. <laughs> oh, that's right. Like all right, me so now? one and seven. Sorry. <laughs> seven and one. I mean, you tried to make this point. As I've told you, uh, <laughs> you as just... recently as yesterday. <laughs> say it out loud to yourself first. See how it comes across in your room and if you like it, then come to our Like, room. here's the problem: it wasn't that exciting. Craig made that clear, and then to make it worse, it wasn't true.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I
3: thought there. Were, I got. I'm like offense, uh, yeah, offense, I inspired, offense. I, I, thought, I thought. Yeah, that's all. That's It's all good. Happens. Uh, real quick, Mark <laughs> is in Glen Cove. Mark, what's on your mind, buddy?
2: Hey guys, love the show. You're all doing great. Uh,
3: Craigie, I just gotta say, um, there's only one solution to your rooster problem: coco Vaughn. Coco Vaughn. that is a, uh, is a that is a French it is delicacy. A, yes, it, it is. You have to. That do is it. a Julia Child special, is what that is. is. Nothing more, yeah, nothing less. But I know a lot of guys won't eat rooster. But uh, what I, his, hey. I just got a video. Uh, my son Lucky has been chasing this rooster around. And can't quite get it. Now, he's usually pretty good about it. You grab uh, chickens by, like, the talons of the legs, and you hold them upside down, and they chill. Hmm. He has yet to grab the rooster, and it's now becoming somewhat comical. Because, you know, you know Anthony, right? <laughs> yes, I do. You know the Anthony's having a good time watching his brother try to catch this damn thing? <laughs> I'm sure. No matter, I hope there's no cursing in this. If there is, just dump it real quick. Uh-oh. This is the last video that I just got. I'll just play it for you. Here oh, boy. Go. Yeah.
0: Good old fashioned chicken run. Chicken run.
3: Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here comes the mocking. (laughs) You can't catch him. (laughs) The mocking. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That chicken lives to fight another day. But if I come in here with chicken tenders. You'll know where they're from. So do you know there about won't this? won't be Popeyes. Apparently there's like an eagle cheating scandal going on here. Yes, there is. The scandal With the kicking? That, well, there's two scandals, actually. Yeah. Uh, this The kicking one was originally approved by the NFL that has since been uh, outlawed. Yeah, the NFL. Which wa- is they were kicking on the tee. They were using other objects for field goals and yes. PATs in their first matchup that I guess gave the kicker some kind of edge. What it is. So what the Eagles were doing because they cheat. Uh, even, <laughs> even Aaron Boone knows that. Uh, <laughs> exactly. They cheat their franchise and tries to get over on you if they can. They had a little almost, I do not say it's a device, mm-hmm. but imagine almost like a thimble, but right. bigger, obviously. Right, right. And when they snapped the ball, the guy holding the ball was able to put that thimble thing on the ground and have the ball rest on top of it. Right. You can kick a ball farther if you're not kicking it off the ground. right? Okay, if I accept it's un- that. Uh, it's, apparently, it's a penalty. Uh, it was originally okayed with the league earlier this year. But it wasn't okay. And then it became outlawed. Apparently, it's an unsportsmanlike penalty. It and is. the reason the Eagles were using it is they had a backup holder at it's, that well, time they in the cheating, game. Is what no, they were cheating. That's what they were doing. I'm not, I'm not saying they weren't. I'm telling you. Part of the reason why they were using it, they were using yeah. an emergency holder in the game, and the small object kind of helped. Yeah, it's a fifteen-yard penalty. Okay, so that that's yes. one. All right, so that obviously the Giants are sensitive to it as they should be. They're on the lookout for it. The other thing that uh, I think Jason Kelsey. Has been accused of, he's their center, right? Yeah, and by the way, he's awesome. You know, he's great. No, no, he's, I'm not knocking him. He's a great, great player. Uh, he's, uh, he's a pro bowl uh, player and probably on his way to the Hall of Fame. Jason Kelsey, up. Dexter Lawrence, yeah. that's a man's matchup so right there. What, the, what they've been accused of now is that before he snaps, as they're getting ready, Jason Kelsey's been accused of moving the ball forward. Right for spotting and, I guess, for ultimately just get a little at your edge, mm-hmm. come like, you know, six, seven inches. Right, right. And apparently there's video where it's undeniable. So a lot of times you'll see the center. They're allowed to kind of jockey the ball a bit to get a grip on it. But you can't move the ball forward. Right. You can kind of roll it yeah, over you and get the laces right. think the officials would see that. Would you think that Evan? I would think the that out. The officials yes. didn't see Justin Jefferson <laughs> taking his helmet off and bashing another <laughs> no, official in the back. shoulder with it. They'll go back. Yeah, to you'd back. think they would see it. Stop. So the Eagles are now. Uh, that I mean, one is. I got to tell you, that one is not. As big of a deal. Because no. to Let me, me here's why. Including yeah. a foreign object yeah. that helps you when yeah. kicking an it's extra like, point or field goal. Like, uh, your sticky stuff in baseball. Yeah, that it. to me is a bigger deal than, oh, Jason Kelsey slightly moving the football up a little no, bit. No, no, I'll tell you Just why I Call, you, call tell you him why on to do that. Well, call called well, on to it. the refs to do that. Well, but here's the problem. Okay, then do it. That's my point. Here's the problem, Booney. The problem is this. Booney. He's listening. The Eagles are the best fourth and inches team in all football. Right. Now you know why. Oh, that's not the only reason. No, no. If I'm able to Having move... a badass offensive line, yeah. which it is, yeah. and having Jalen Hurts and yeah. having Miles Sanders sure. yeah, that, that sort of may play a little role how in that. How it. about this? Heather? Slightly just slightly, if you're it. able to start the play already past the, the marker for the first down. Yeah, but are you saying he's doing it on every play? Or on every fourth and inches play? I'm asking you. I'm just telling you. Have you watched it. the tape on that? You know I have not watched every fourth down play to see it. Because so it may even... not be video for me to see. It might so be like team video right? that we don't have so access in to. In the Giant Eagle game earlier this season, we literally see yeah, those objects being used for the play kick. I, and I, I'll say this. I respect it. Oh, no, yeah. If you can get by cheating and nobody catches you in a football game, good for you. There right? was once. You do explain yourself to anybody. There was once this famous scholar. He actually went on and became the governor of a popular state in our country. Because we'd be careful when you start a sentence with, with there was once a, because I think you're going to go, man from Nantucket. <laughs> that that quite. being said, go ahead. Famous scholar who once had this brilliant quote that a lot of people live life by I don't, maybe you do. It ain't considered cheating. If you don't get caught, Jesse Ventura. True story. No, that's, not the, that's not the quote. That's the quote. No. It ain't considered cheating no. if you don't get caught, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I mean, guy went on, became the governor of Minnesota. I, I don't thought his quote was, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. He said, win else. if you can, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. That was the quote. That was the quote on? is that? Jesse the body of Ventura. Yeah, Jesse was all, all over Hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So was it yours or yours? Oh, so he did both. He did both. say both. Yeah, he said both. That's why he was so I might McMahon. have to Google to you two knuckles Google now. it. All right, I'm going to Google I'll it. I'll give you another yeah, famous quote from a scholar. It's. It was a great quote from about 30 years ago. Quote, it's not fair to flare. Great comment. Very true, too. It was not <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> to woo <flare>. Woo! <laughs> Here's the Jesse Ventura Robert quote. Robert Heenan was his name, and it's my guy over there. Tommy gets credit for it, not you. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. That's Jesse Ventura. Wait, it ain't it's the con- only cheating quote attributed to Jesse Ventura. Wait, excuse me, look up. It ain't considered cheating if you don't get caught. I and mean, that's a real quote, and maybe, by the way, it's a good quote. Maybe that was
1: Jerry the King Lawler, Evan. You might have your wrestling heel announcers screwed up. <laughs> Do
3: I- uh, it ain't considered cheating if you don't get caught. Yeah, is attributed. Oh, I see it. It's a bit. It's a book. It's written a 1990. book by Dan Gutman. Nice yes, job. same. Yeah, way. not Jesse Ventura you knucklehead. I'm sure I can find and produce Jesse Ventura uttering that quote on yeah. national TV. And when I do, I want an apology. Well, he stole from Dan Gutman. You think so? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I was watching. It's funny you mentioned Jesse Ventura. <coughs> um, I was watching some videos of Jesse Ventura the other day regarding a Plum Island. You familiar with this Plum Island? What well, conspiracy Long is on Plum Island? Do you, know, do you know what I'm talking about? Plum Island? Not familiar, no. You, your guys are from Long Island. Yeah, I, mean I, I know, know Plum, what Island. Plum no. Island
1: is. I don't know.
3: Plum Island is where Lyme disease was created by scientists. Plum Island is where they created, like, uh, specialized ticks and mosquitoes f- as for warfare. Plum Island is where a lot of bad viruses got started. Okay, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, weird. and you can't access. Plum sounds Island. like a very Jesse Ventura yeah, kind of subject. It definitely does. And I love Jesse. Yeah, go on a boat like, and go try to go right. to Plum Island. You have you have Homeland Security on your ass. I know in 30 we, seconds. we can't go to Antarctica either, and there's people. Who you live cannot go the ice. to Antarctica. Yeah. That's also correct. You need you need governmental permission to actually walk foot on Antarctica. Are right. there like aliens living underground? Okay, in Plum you Island? guys mock me all you want. Lyme disease was not a natural disease that came from deer ticks. It was created on Plum Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true story. Uh-huh, and you guys should know about this because you're both from there. Just because you're from there from doesn't, from doesn't mean Island. you know. Huh? You're from Suffolk County. I'm from Nassau. We're all Same from Nassau thing. County. You know what's kind of interesting, though, about your point? Plum Island is located 17 miles southeast of Lyme, Connecticut. How about that? Yeah, thus Lyme disease, Jack. So Lyme disease came from Lyme, Connecticut. Lyme disease was not a naturally occurring thing in deer ticks. Lyme disease was created by scientists on Plum Island. So very much similar. It is a man-created thing. that kills people. So it came like like Tom Seaver. It's like COVID. What happened? It's like COVID. Well, except not based in China. Not based in China. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't kill everybody. Lyme disease gets its name uh-huh. from a small coastal town in Connecticut called yeah. Lyme. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So you guys, you, yeah. you keep no, your head what, in the yeah, sand, you don't know nothing. I, I, they,
1: they created Lyme disease? Right? Yes. Yeah, it's not
3: true. I'm already reading. Of course it's Diverse not Diverse lineages have of, of Lyme yeah, disease I mean, existed in North naive? D- existed in North America, yeah. and the current Lyme disease epidemic is the result of echolotin ecological changes uh-huh. that have allowed deer, ticks, and finally bacterium yeah. to invade. Yeah, okay. So that doesn't sound yeah, sure. like you're right. Oh, yeah, hold on. They made Do you a- think they're going to actually announce... That they created oh, so Lyme disease. So it's a conspiracy. How do you know? There. Huh? Because it, Jesse you know? Ventura told me yeah, exactly. last night. Exactly. That's how I know. Yep. Sometimes you got to see things with an open mind. Hold <laughs> you you on. Lyme disease tell you. circulated <laughs> in the trees of North America 60,000 years ago. No, sure. How, how do we know that? this? Yeah, what Shakespeare wrote a play it's about it. According to know. the Yale it's School of Medicine, it's the same way we
1: made dinosaurs. Let me tell you how the
3: Yale School of Medicine works. If you pay them enough money, they'll do anything you want. I've lived a, it. A
1: tick was yeah. frozen in that ember and they were able to get yeah. to it. Okay. Millions of uh, years. The Lyme listen, disease bacterium. I'll
3: keep my eyes wide The open. deforestation and subsequent suburbanization of yeah, much a, of New Yeah, you know what? Sure. I don't buy that. That's, sure. How, sure. that's sure. How, That sounds <laughs> like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? The more I read it, I'm like, I don't believe that story. Okay, you guys believe whatever you want. So, believe. us cutting down trees. And creating suburbia. Excellent. Yep. Tommy, yeah. do me a favor. Book Jesse Ventura for the show. I love Jesse. Great. Right? I want him in for a full hour. I want to get over all of it. Yeah, we're gonna ask about two different things. I right, tell you that we're right. not talking <laughs> wrestling. I want to learn about Plum Island. I meant him running for governor. I told That's you. I
1: told you right though that you cannot go to Plum Island.
3: You cannot go because government owned. Yes. If you go within like hundred yards of it, uh, no joke, they come and get you. That's right. You're not allowed to. Now, there's scientists that are there, obviously, but if you actually try to go there, Homeland Security makes you stop going there, hmm. which is crazy, right? We just passed legislation. Yes. We just Why passed legislation. Why should be an island that's uh, public property that we're not allowed to go on? What? Why there's, should that be acceptable? There's
1: tons of places that like, government property three. that you can't go. I mean, they just decided to build something on a tiny
3: island that nobody wanted to go to anyway. Uh, no, no. I wanted to go there. No, you don't. You didn't want to go there until you couldn't. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I've my first by.
1: cigarette until I saw my first no smoking sign. That's you.
3: Go ahead. Uh, a couple of years ago, Congress and then the president signed legislation that blocks the sale of yeah. Plum Island and preserves it. Yeah. So we're keeping Plum yeah, Island so we, safe. By the yeah. way, there's, there's human tests going on there. There's babies with three heads. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Oh, I know why you know yeah. Plum Island. Because of Jesse Ventura. No, because it was in the Silence of the Lambs. I'm reading about it right now. Oh, that's where they wanted to send him. Yes. When he's like, I want a room with a view. That's right. And they're like, we'll send you to Plum Island. And by the Uh, way, now I know where this is coming from. There's a book from a couple decades ago, The Disturbing Story of the Government's Secret Plum Island Germ Laboratory. interesting. (laughs) So that's where it comes from. Interesting. All of a sudden you're learning. No, it's a conspiracy. It may be true. I'm not saying it's 100% not true, but it's likely not true. Giants-Eagles coming, <laughs> coming up. Is that fair to say? Likely not true? And guess I guess at some point I do have to wrap for you. It's a 20-second it's a thing. That's all it is. It's not going to take much time. More of your calls coming up as we get ready for the biggest sporting event uh, in this town in a long, long time, and the Giants holding the water for all New Yorkers. And if you're the Yankees watching this, maybe you'll learn a little something about you winning big games. Let's go. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Because let's be honest, after the Giants, the Yankees have the best chance of winning a championship. Not really. Oh, that's right. I forgot you got Tommy Pham today. No, I wasn't saying them either. Ooh, there's a couple of other teams that play winter sports that I'd say have a shot. Rangers, I think they're on there. Knicks, not really. Okay, so no basketball. Yeah, things, you're right. right no enough. basketball team. Uh, Saint John's. That. They got, they, they got two big wins top 25 in the last week. <laughs> now they have no They shot. beat Butler, and then they beat UConn. I think all the good hockey job. teams
1: have a shot.
2: Devils you know, and Islanders. Every hockey team has yeah, a shot. No, I the agree,
3: Devils yeah. and Islanders have a shot. Yeah. And I the mean, basketball
1: teams are fraud. Islanders, Islanders don't have a shot. Yeah, they do.
3: No. Yeah, well, they do. It's hockey, dude. Get in. You have a chance to win. There's Absolutely. no favorite They're
1: not good. News. Get in, um,
3: and they have a shot, and they're not that far away from getting in. They're, like, tied for the last playoff spot. Right. You're only a few points ahead. Stop being the so, you know, old nobody old
1: It's
2: Carton and Roberts on The Fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com.
3: Rumble in the jungle. Trouble in the past. You know that I stumbled. Got humbled. I don't throw picks and you know I don't fumble. I do the jumble. Rocked in the morning, now in the afternoon, got fisted on text by my man, Aaron Boone. <laughs> like Aquaman, but I didn't love Dune. Jet fan, Nick fan, repping what I got. Can't afford tickets, cause man, it costs a lot. Radikowski Courtside is way too hot. I got a shot. Not checking out <laughs> Twitter, but can't stand the bots. They rot, the brain, insane. Escaped my hell, just like Andy Dufresne. Number one all day. Beating Michael K, no cap, it's the truth. I'm the white Babe Ruth. <laughs> that's pretty good. What's up? Uh, What's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice one. It actually wasn't bad. <laughs> Content?
1: <laughs> nine out of ten. There you go. Yeah. I could probably do Pref- it again in a better rhythm because no. I
3: didn't know the beat.
1: For yeah, f- that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, yeah, flow.
3: Flow. A little the less than 9 out of 10. Yeah but, the, nine the nine the ten. Content, yeah, but to me, the content was good. Yeah, the content supersedes all. And that was some that yeah. was good, man. The problem is that the beat got me a little bit. And once you start going, you got to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't bad. Now, do I think Keith was better? Yeah. I'll give Keith uh, the win on that. But I, I think got that's no problem, a strong right? number two. Now it's South. Rumble in the jungle. Trouble in the past. You know that I stumbled. Got humbled. You're doing it again? Don't throw picks. <laughs> and you know I don't fumble. I do the jumble. Rocked in the morning now, in the afternoon. Got fisted on text by my man Aaron Boone. Liked Aquaman, but I didn't love Dune. Jet fan, Nick fan, repping what I got. Can't afford tickets because, man, it costs a lot. I got a shot. Not. Checking out Twitter, but can't stand the bots. They rot. The brain. Insane. Escaped my hell just like Andy Dufresne. Number one all day. Beating Michael K. No cap, it's the truth. I'm the white Babe Ruth. What? So you did it twice now, there you right? Go. It, it was, was, it was a, little a little bit better. A little bit better. It was. It was. All right, there you go. Good work, all man. Right. I'm sure Keith's laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he now. is. Yeah. But right. now next up is Sal. So we had Keith McPherson. We had Craig Card. Now we have Sal Licata. And then he can challenge somebody when he's done. All good. All I good. I like all it. Good, all, good, all good. I give uh, Keith the win on that as well.